Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, and we're in chapter 38. It begins by listing several men that Jeremiah is speaking to. It says that he was telling the people, This is what the Lord says. Whoever stays in this city will die by the sword, famine, or plague. But whoever goes over to the Babylonians will live. He will escape with his life. It says, And this is what the Lord says. This city will certainly be handed over to the army of the king of Babylon, who will capture it. Then the official said to the king, This man should be put to death. He is discouraging the soldiers who are left in this city as well as all the people by the things he is saying to them. This man is not seeking the good of these people, but their ruin. He is in your hands, King Zedekiah answered. The king can do nothing to oppose you. So they took Jeremiah and put him into the cistern of Malchijah, the king's son, which was in the courtyard of the guard. They lowered Jeremiah by ropes into the cistern. It had no water in it, only mud. And Jeremiah sank down into the mud. But Ebed-Melech, a Cushite, and a Cushite is a man that is descendant from Ham, Ham's oldest son was Cush. Remember that Ham was one of the three sons of Noah. So here, Abed-Melech is a Cushite, and he is an official in the royal palace. His name means king's servant. And then he heard that Jeremiah had been put into the cistern. So while the king was sitting at the Benjamin gate, Abed-Melech went out of the palace and said, My lord the king, These men have acted wickedly in all they have done to Jeremiah the prophet. They have thrown him into a cistern, where he will starve to death when there is no longer any bread in the city. Then the king commanded Abed-Melech the Cushite, Take thirty men from here with you and lift Jeremiah the prophet out of the cistern before he dies. So Abed-Melech took the men with him, went to the room under the treasury in the palace, took some old rags and worn-out clothes from there, and let them down with ropes to Jeremiah in the cistern. Abed-Melech the Cushite said to Jeremiah, Put these old rags and worn-out clothes under your arms to pad the ropes. Jeremiah did so, and they pulled him up with the ropes and lifted him out of the cistern. And Jeremiah remained in the courtyard of the guard. So Abed-Melech rescues him. And we will find out the rest of his story, or at least more of it, in chapter 39. The next part of chapter 38 is entitled, Zedekiah Questions Jeremiah Again. So it says King Zedekiah sent for Jeremiah the prophet and had him brought to the third entrance to the temple of the Lord. It says, I am going to ask you something. Do not hide anything from me. Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, if I give you an answer, will you not kill me? Even if I did give you counsel, you would not listen to me. But King Zedekiah swore this oath secretly to Jeremiah. As surely as the Lord lives, who has given us breath, I will neither kill you nor hand you over to those who are seeking your life. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, This is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. If you surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, your life will be spared, and this city will not be burned down. You and your family will live, but if you will not surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, this city will be handed over to the Babylonians, and they will burn it down. You yourself will not escape from their hands. 
King Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews who have gone over to the Babylonians, for the Babylonians may hand me over to them, and they will mistreat me. They will not hand you over, Jeremiah replied. Obey the Lord by doing what I tell you. Then it will go well with you, and your life will be spared. But if you refuse to surrender, this is what the Lord has revealed to me. All the women left in the palace of the king of Judah will be brought out to the officials of the king of Babylon. And those women will say to you, They misled you and overcame you, those trusted friends of yours. Your feet are sunk in the mud. Your friends have deserted you. All your wives and children will be brought out to the Babylonians. You yourself will not escape from their hands, but will be captured by the king of Babylon. And this city will be burned down. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Do not let anyone know about this conversation, or you may die. If the officials hear that I talked with you, and they come to you and say, Tell us what you said to the king, and what the king said to you, do not hide it from us, or we will kill you. Then tell them, I was pleading with the king not to send me back to Jonathan's house to die there. So he has this little plot of what to say, basically how to lie to these people. All the officials did come to Jeremiah and question him, and he told them everything the king ordered him to say. So they said no more to him, for no one had heard his conversation with the king. And Jeremiah remained in the courtyard of the guard until the day Jerusalem was captured. Now chapter 39 is entitled The Fall of Jerusalem, and it kind of summarizes what happens. It says this is how Jerusalem was taken. In the ninth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army and laid siege to it. So that indicates the beginning of the siege, and that would have been January 15th, 588 BC. Then it goes on to say, and on the ninth day of the fourth month of Zedekiah's eleventh year, the city wall was broken through, and that would be July 18th. 586 BC. Basically, the siege lasted just over two and a half years. So it says, Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came and took seats in the middle gate. And then it lists the people and the officials. When Zedekiah, king of Judah, and all the soldiers saw them, they fled. They left the city at night by way of the king's garden through the gate between the two walls. And they headed towards Arabah. It says, But... The Babylonian army pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. They captured him and took him to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, in the land of Hamath, where he pronounced sentence on him. It says there at Rablah, the king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes and also killed all the nobles of Judah. You'll remember that we kind of got a summary of this story in Second Chronicles in chapter 36. Here it explains a little bit more of what happens to Zedekiah's sons. It goes on to explain to us that watching his sons die was the last thing that he saw. Because in verse 7 it says, Then he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him with bronze shackles and takes him to Babylon. So he killed his sons while he saw what was happening. Then it says he put out his eyes. Then, picking up in verse 8, it says, The Babylonians set fire to the royal palace and the houses of the people and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. 
Nebuzaradan, commander of the Imperial Guard, carried into exile to Babylon the people who remained in the city, along with those who had gone over to him and the rest of the people. But Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, left behind in the land of Judah some of the poor people who owned nothing. And at that time, he gave them vineyards and fields. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had given these orders about Jeremiah through Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard. Take him and look after him. Don't harm him, but do for him whatever he asks. So Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, and then these other men who are also officials, it says they, they had Jeremiah taken out of the courtyard of the guard. They turned him over to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, to take him to his home. So he remained among his people. So Jeremiah here is spared, and then also we find out what happens to Abed-Melech. It says, while Jeremiah had been confined in the courtyard of the guard, the word of the Lord came to him, Go and tell Abed-Melech the Cushite. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I am about to fulfill my words against this city through disaster, not prosperity. At that time they will be fulfilled before your eyes. But I will rescue you on that day, declares the Lord. You will not be handed over to those you fear. I will save you, and you will not fall by the sword, but will escape with your life, because you trust in me, declares the Lord. So here's a man who did everything he could to save Jeremiah's life. And now the Lord has saved his.